I'm so glad you're joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers on what's hot in hip hop now. We're talking about how artists are making a name for themselves and building their fan bases in this unprecedented time. We're out of lockdown and there's a new energy around everything. We have changed and music's changed, how we consume music and culture has changed. But what about the artists themselves? What about the fans? Have the fans really changed in terms of what they want? And who's getting hot now and how? That's what we're talking about with our panel. Joining me for this episode, Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. You can hear Drewski seven days a week, Monday through Friday, overnights with the new at two, that's 2 a.m. Saturday afternoon, starting at 3 p.m. And the movement show, Sunday night at 11, where he also Highlights on that Sunday night show, just artists from the Tri-State showing love to the Tri-State here. Drewski's also a music producer and promoter and worked closely with the late Pop Smoke. He has a special talent for, a recognized special talent, not just my opinion, for finding new artists who go on to do big things and pays close attention to how hip hop fans react to songs in the clubs. Drewski, great to have you with us. Of course, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Torre. He's a host of Hip Hop Nation weekday mornings on Sirius XM. You also see him on Revolt TV. He's an MC himself. He's interviewed many of the big names in hip hop on air. He's also an actor and CEO of Internal Affairs Entertainment. He lives hip hop from the inside out and is deeply involved in every aspect of the culture. Torre, great to have you with us. Lisa, my pleasure always. Great to see you again. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Chuck Creekford. Chuck is a CEO and founder of allhiphop.com. He's broken some of the biggest stories in the culture and covers it like no one else. He was recently inducted into the Recording Academy, joining our other co-panelist here, Torre. And that is the organization. Sounds familiar, but you might not, just so everyone knows what we're talking about here. The Recording Academy is the organization behind the Grammys. So Chuck, like Torre, is now a voting member and widely expected to bring more awareness and understanding of hip hop culture to this prestigious organization, which as many of you know, has been criticized in the past for being tone deaf to hip hop and urban culture and what's really hot in our communities. Chuck, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me and salute. Thank you so much. Chuck, I'm gonna start with you since you were just the newly inducted uh, into, the, into the Recording Academy. What do you see happening with the state of hip hop where we're at right now? You know, I think hip hop's in a great space. I think it's changing so fast. Um, I think though we're seeing for hip hop that we're getting back to some core values, you know, originality, lyricism, you know, we're really seeing respect for the um, older eras. We're seeing cross collaborations. You know, we, we saw Conway, J.I.D. and Ludacris on late night TV recently performing all together on the same stage. and in front of a mainstream audience. So I think we're seeing some of the pure forms of hip hop rise to the top. And on the flip side, we're seeing a very pop type of uh, rap music stay prevalent, you know, keeping us kind of buoyant in that, in this economy of music, in this business, if you will. Um, I loved what we saw recently at the BET Awards. We saw everything from Megan Thee Stallion to Tyler, the creator, and Rhapsody, uh, you know, MC Light, Moni Love and I mean so much um, range and so I'm, I'm in a great space. I love uh, hip hop overall but I really love to see that diversity that we had uh, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, 
Torrey, what, what about you? What do you think in terms of the, of the range of what we're seeing now? Yeah, um, just to echo what Chuck said, I think it's a great time, you know, for hip hop with, with the advent of technology, social media. Um, obviously, you have artists that go viral on TikTok. And just as important as that is to push a record, you have people like Drewski who keep his ear to the streets of what's happening right in the right, really, really outside, you know, not the Internet outside, but really outside. Um, so it's just a dope time, man. You know, like um, Chuck talked about Griselda, you know, their movement is huge. Right. And they're doing a lot of big things have gotten recognized by some of the biggest in the game. Um, you see Tyler Creator, who won a Grammy last year year kind of get back into his rapping rapping roots with like a gangster grills album which is brilliant he's one of my favorite artists um and then at the same time you got little baby you know who's probably um one of the biggest artists in the game but if you really listen lyrical content is there you know he knows how to make a song he rides the beat he finds these amazing pockets and he be saying some shit so um i think hip-hop is in a really really dope place Ruski, in terms of the in terms of the new artists and all and also the audience, the the audience that you have too is is a very young audience. It's a new audience to to hip hop. How are they feeling about what what we're seeing now? Oh, I think they're they're super excited um, because they're able to get the music from the people they listen to right away. There's no waiting for albums to drop. Your favorite artist puts a record up online and and you get it instantly. So I think the fans. You know, they, they love it. The only thing for me is, is so much music and so many artists that I feel like it, as an artist, you you feel obligated to keep dropping records, right? You don't let a record sit long anymore. You might, you might drop a record and two, three weeks later, now you got another one coming out. I feel like the music is rushed a little bit in a sense because they're trying to keep up with their fans and, and the listeners. But as far as the listeners go, they're excited because... They're, get, they're getting consumed with music. And like you mentioned earlier, we went through a rough time in 2020. And I think the music is what carried a lot of people, especially the youth and the young kids. Is That's all they had during the, the pandemic was music. But there was so much of it that even as a DJ, we get overwhelmed and trying to cipher through it. Which ones are hot? Which ones mean something to the culture? Which one is trash? So, you know, people like us, it becomes a job trying to cipher through it for the fans you know, it's the best thing ever because they just get everything they want and they're overwhelmed with it. No, definitely. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about how do artists get the attention of people like our panelists and mm -hmm. what is really resonating with fans? How are fans finding these new artists? That's coming up. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. What up, what up, what up? This is Styles Peter Ghost and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 97. Yeah, Ghost told you so. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about what's hot and new in hip hop right now and how artists are getting recognized. What do fans really want? Has it changed because of everything we've been through through this last year and a half? Joining me for this conversation, Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. He's on the new at 2, that's 2 a.m. on weekdays on Hot 97. He's on Saturday afternoons, and he is also on the Movement Show at 11 p.m. on Sundays on Hot 97. He's a music producer as well as a club DJ. And DJ Drewski, great to have you with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. I love this episode. Yeah, me too. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, also joining us is Torrey. He's a host of Hip Hop Nation weekdays on Sirius XM. You see him on Revolt TV. He's also an MC, an entrepreneur, a member of the Recording Academy, and deeply involved in hip hop. Torrey, thanks for being with us. Big get in all of that, though. I'm just happy to be here with this esteemed panel. Great, great combo. All right, awesome. 
Also joining us is Chuck Kriegmer. He's the CEO and co-founder of allhiphop.com. And he's been covering hip hop for a long time, breaking some very big stories and just inducted into the Recording Academy, which is the, the group behind the Emmys. So Chuck, congratulations on that. And thank you for being with us. The Grammys, the Grammys. I mean, the Grammys, I'm sorry. Did I say Emmys? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking it's TV, I'm sorry. Going for um, that next. <laughs> we'll see. Often nominated, we'll see, I don't know. Um, anyway, Chuck, let me ask you, in, term, in terms of how do people, how do artists get your attention? You have a lot of stories, you have a lot of different writers too working for you, picking out different stories, but how do artists get your attention, the attention of an allhiphop.com? And you're like, oh, wait a minute, we gotta really check this person out. It's tough, it's really hard. Um, one thing I do is I listen to referrals of people that I know. Um, every now and then we'll check a DM. You know, we check our DMs, but a lot of that is just, it's like filtering through trash or, you know, maybe a haystack looking for the needle. Um, but for the most part, I do a lot of referrals. If Torrey tells me this guy's hot or if Drewski tells me this person is dope, I'll give it a really, a real listen. I'll even listen to my little cousin. He's 20 years old and he always, he's, he's getting old now. So he's getting referrals <laughs> and then he's referring his referrals to me. So there's really no math anymore. There's really not as many publicists. I mean, that's the normal route, obviously. But, you know, when you're looking for the gems, I think you have to really keep your ear to the street, to the digital streets as well. Torrey, what about that? You know, we talk about the ear to the streets, but it really is the digital streets because a lot of artists getting hot off social media or getting noticed first on social media and they go from being completely unknown, they throw, spit some bars on, you know, on a reel or, or on TikTok and they blow up from that and other people want to have them featured because the established artists want to seem hot or whatever. But how do you, how do you pay attention? Like what artists, how do they catch your eye? Um, yeah, you know, the referral system definitely works great. Um, I have a, a, a circle of people who's, yeah, I respect. And so when they say a guy is hot or a young lady is killing it, um, that kind of skips to the top of the list for me to listen. Um, but truth be told, I also listen to links. As long as you make it convenient for me, if it's like a SoundCloud link or something, listen, we all human. We all like to act like we so busy all the time. It's 24 hours in a day. Sometimes I'm taking a dump and I'm just going through SoundCloud links. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if it's something dope, you know, it might, it might make its way onto Sirius XM. Um, they also pay attention to analytics and what's trending, you know, what's hot. Like, you don't have to have a big budget or a big label behind you to have the number one trending thing on TikTok or be in the top trending on YouTube. And so all of those things, I think all of those things play a part in it. Um, but to to really get my attention, it's, it's always about the approach, you know, how you present yourself, how you present your music to me. Um, yo, you got to listen to it. Definitely don't, definitely don't gotta. But you know what I'm saying? If you if you approach it the right way and if music sounds good, then you make it to the next stage. Drewski, what about you? Because people will ask, well, how do I get my, and I'm sure if I get the question and I'm not even a DJ, you must get right. the question all the time. Like Lisa, how do I get my record played on, on a Hot 97? It's like, how do people, like, what do you pay attention to? Give us a little insight, secret insight into how people get your attention, how artists get your attention. Yeah, I get that every day. You know, how 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 can I get my record on Hot 97? Um, but, you know, I'm lucky enough to to be around a group of, like, DJs. You know, every day I'm in communication. You know, what's going on 
around your way, whether it's local in Brooklyn, I could hit up a DJ Magic. If you know what I'm saying, I hit up voila, yo, what's happening in, in Jersey? So I'm able to communicate with a lot of DJs. I get their air, but I really do research, like um Torre was saying. I'm on Shazam, seeing what's trending. Then I'll jump to Spotify. And then once you start seeing certain records and music like matching up. You go, okay, it's maybe number 20 on Spotify, but it's number three on Shazam. This DJ just told me about the record. It all kind of comes together. You know, that's one way when we're talking digitally, but, you know, I'm I'm outside too. Like as a DJ, I'm in the clubs, I'm in the streets. Certain records might work in the club, but not on radio. And I try to explain that to artists too. Like you might have a big record, you know, in a party, but it's not going to connect on radio at this time, you know, once it gets super hot, but I can, I can just hear what people listen to, whether, you know, it's in their cars, whether it's on a stoop, I'm listening. Okay. What's that? Sometimes I'll be at a red light and I hear something. I'll roll my window down and say, you know, what's that? Shazam it's not popping up. That's someone local. How can I, you know, get in tune with that? But a lot of the artists too, that I started off with early, they weren't big on digital, the pop smokes, the little TJ, the five year foreigns that organically started in the street. Before TJ became, you know, a, a viral streaming artist, you know, he was he was big in New York first. And I think, you know, just being around the youth and hearing what the kids were listening to, they kept saying little TJ. So I said, you know, let me pay more attention. And then, you know, I watch him grow and I help support it. So it could come different ways, but you really got to, you know, do your research in a, in a sense where you're checking every avenue. It's just not one thing. So you're saying, so, so somebody like a TJ and like Pop Smoke and stuff, they had their they had their their fan base was very very based in their neighborhoods too, right? Even like a boogie, you know. Once I seen, you know, a boogie could sell out a show like at BB King's, which is not the biggest venue, but if you can sell out being a local artist at that time, that's something for people like us to pay attention to. And I said. Well, you know, everyone in the Bronx, all the kids are saying, hey, Boogie, he just sold out a show. Let me bring him up to radio. Let me do an interview. Let me play his music, see, see how people react it. And just on like Instagram alone, the, the day he was doing interviews, my Instagram was going crazy. And I said, OK, let me pay more attention to it. And then we got a Boogie today who's a superstar artist. Right. And it'll be on the uh, the Summer Jam stage, the Summer Jam stage also. Um, and guys, please feel free to jump in. Torrey, have there been artists that have come out where you're like going, wow, I really feel this person or this is this this artist is really, really good, but they they they're not, you know, they're they're not bubbling on all the digital platforms. Yeah, that happens. You know, everything is about timing, you know, and sometimes the artist that you believe in can come to you or you can get wind of an artist too early, you know, too early. And that means the numbers and the things that I need to take to people to really get it going don't match yet but you stay attached to that artist and you pay attention. And then sometimes you really just believe and you go out on a limb. I mean, you know, Drew, she spoke about A Boogie. I had A Boogie on my show really, really early. Same with Young and May on Sirius XM. Months before, ooh, it was even a record. Um, I probably had Young and May on my show twice because I really believe. And um, the fan base was really, really strong. Like what she was able to do on YouTube and I saw her in venues and at shows and at the Coney Island Amphitheater. And I'm like, this, these people are word for word over freestyle. So that's when you know it's something there. And then it's just about the timing, but you stay kind of tethered to these artists and you keep watching what they're doing because you know you know the ones, you know the ones that are special. Um, same with pop, right? You know, I think us in New York before pop recipes became this national and global star, New York knew pop was special. He was going to be one of those ones. And you still see it resonate. And it's not because 
of his untimely passing, like Pop was going to be that guy regardless. Absolutely, absolutely. Chuck, what what about you in ter- in terms of who you pay attention to? Because you you have a very you know you have a very strong idea of what makes a great hip hop artist. But like, are there certain artists that you you've, you've kind of like gone to bat for? Like people aren't really feeling them, but I feel like they're very true to the to the culture. I mean, I, I do it less now than I than I used to, and that's that's got roots in you know personal roots, I guess you could say. Sometimes you feel like um, they don't look back uh, once you put all that energy into them. I mean, and it, it's hard, you know, breaking an artist, uh, breaking someone in this market in this in this game, and this, and then to not have a vested stake, it, it can be tough. But uh, I don't hold that against them. I just don't get as personally involved as I used to. Uh, but that said, you know, there are a lot of artists and they're not all young either. I would, I'll use Lloyd Banks as an example, as someone who just came out with a new project that's incredible. Um, he's not a, a, a new artist. In fact, he's, he's, you know, he's probably OG now, but, you know, his new album is incredible. Um, there's also a young guy named David Bars who's really dope. He's um, down with DITC, but he's from the Bronx and he's extremely um, talented, got a great balance of the old and the new. So um, we, we're looking for these artists, you know, these guys and these women, these are artists that are, um, you know, really, I don't know, I, I guess talent is the is the common thread for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Ultimately, look- talent will win, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. What about the um, Drewski? Have we have we and guys? Please feel free to jump in because you know I got my I got my Lisa list of, of things I, I want to get from you. But um, we've we've talked. There's always been talk about hip hop's generation gap, about how the how the new newest hip hop generation doesn't like the old school, the new school, no school, homeschool, <laughs> remote school, whatever you know, whatever is the the latest iteration of that. Do you see more interest in established artists by the up and coming hip hop fans? Yeah, I think now we're at the point where it's okay for the younger generation to work with or accept, you know, what they consider the older generation because now their favorite artists, the young artists, are now going back and working with the older generation, right? So once the artists start doing it, the fans start to accept it. And, you know, whatever generation you're talking, you can see um, a little TJ do a record with Lil Wayne. And even though, you know, Wayne stayed relevant, you know, he's considered an older generation, but the fans will, you know, now start talking about it and accepting the fact that the younger and older artists are working together. So I think that's what we needed to create um, for the young artists to respect, you know, the generations before them and work with them for the fans to now you know, the younger fans to accept it too. But I think it's becoming a trend. I think everyone's excited, even, you know, doing older records, sampling older records. Um, I think, you know, now everyone's accepting it and it's became, it's like a little trend right now where the young artists are jumping on older beats and if it gets hot enough, the original artists are come and do the remix to it. So I think, you know, it's, it's become a super trend and even people like Toure who low key don't like to big up like his writing, but, I see like he, he keeps these artists in check. Like, you know, if he's working with them on a song, there's going to be some bars in there and you're going to respect it because right. you know what I'm saying maybe they, the way they think is not heavy bars, but Torre as a writer, and I got to give him his credit, he'll still low key sneak some of these heavy bars in, into some of these new artists. And, and it's like, Brooklyn oh. style. It's the Brooklyn yeah, way. Yeah. What can I say? But you know, even, even the, the, the way they, they're flowing, the, the patterns, 
you know, the, the bars is, is back. So now you got these new artists that are rapping. So they start giving credit to the older generation who created it. So I just think we're in a good space right now. Ture, what about that? Because yeah. not too not too long ago, we were all talking about like mumble rap and people can't understand what they're saying and this and that and no respect for the actual craft of hip hop. What, what about what Drewski just said? Yeah, you know, for me as, as a fan of hip hop first and a student of the culture, I come, I'm a Brooklyn, New Yorker, you know, so, so I come from bars. I came up in the nineties. Um, and now, you know, I've had um, just a, a massive success and working with some of the biggest artists out there. And yeah, you know, like what's true to my aesthetic is some form of lyricism. So we're going to come with the melody. We're going to come with the big beat and the great hook. And with the icing on the cake is going to be that you're going to say these three or four lines in here that's going to make the heads pay attention and respect it. And that's really how the whole thing comes full circle. You know, when you see a CJ in the Busta Rhymes, you know, or, or when you see a Dream Doll in a Little Kim, or it goes on and on. Like there's a respect level there because now you're paying attention to what they're doing in the craft and you're like, yo, this is not only a hot artist, but they also saying something. And it just it just like uh, becomes a win-win. That helps the older artists stay relevant in that new generation. It gets the new generation the respect from some of the, you know, people who, who laid the foundation. Um, and I think it's just, uh, again, it's just a, a great situation. You see a win-win. Chuck, Chuck, so do you agree that's a positive thing where we're seeing these established hip hop superstars working with these, these brand new artists? Yeah, and I think it's necessary. If you look at history of hip hop, a lot of, a lot of it is just us battling each other, tearing each other down, you know, after two years, you know, what you grew up on is not what's happening and you hate the new generation. Right. So, so I think uh, it's always positive for the eras and generations and artists of even different thought um, and ideologies come together to continue to build this thing that we have. You know, this is a, a culture that's vibrant, alive, and everybody in the whole world knows it's alive and vibrant, but we are the main ones sort of tearing it apart and weakening our base. So um, seeing these younger artists and the older artists is a, is a wonderful thing. And I mean, I just think we have to see more of it to strengthen the culture, to exchange the different cultures and to uh, spread the love, you know, that's why I'm wearing this Crenshaw hat, you know, shout out to Nipsey. He was, he was an artist who really uh, got his point across regardless of where he was from. And he shared that with everybody. Exactly. Rest in peace, Nipsey. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You dig? Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about what's hot in hip-hop now, how are artists getting hot, and what are fans really feeling, and some new trends that came came across really kind of unexpectedly in this very unprecedented and unexpected time that we're in. Joining me for this conversation, Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. He is on the air on Hot 97 seven days a week, weekdays, 2 a.m., the new at two. He's on Saturday afternoon, Sunday night at 11. You can hear his show, The Movement, where he features only artists from the tri-state. Also music producer, work closely with Pop Smoke, other artists like Fabio and uh, Lil TJ, many other artists here in the area as well. Um, great to have you with us, Grusky. Of course, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Torre. He's a host of Hip Hop Nation. Um, you can hear him weekday mornings on Sirius XM. You can see him on Revolt TV. He's an MC himself known for his wicked pen. 
and has interviewed many of the big names in hip hop on air. He's also an actor and CEO of his own company. Tori, great to have you with us. Lisa, thank you for having me once again. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Chuck Creekmore. He's the CEO and co-founder of allhiphop.com. He's broken some of the biggest stories in hip hop and just got, in, just got inducted into the Recording Academy, which is the organization behind the Grammys. Torrey is also a member of that. They're the one that votes for the people that win the Grammy, so it's a very important position. Chuck, congratulations and thanks for being with us. Thank you, and thanks for having me. We, we appreciate it. Um, Drewski, I want to start with you on this in terms of the content, because we've gone through different phases in the history of hip hop where people have focused on different types of content, whether it's gangster rap, whether it's drug dealing, whether it's drug using, whether it's all the socializing, all the things that happen in relationships, sex, parties, booze, we, all of the, this whole range of topics. Is there a certain theme in the content now that you see? Um, I think locally, right, if we're talking New York, of course, the drill music scene has took over New York, right? And that's real street, that's real, you know, violence in it. Um, but it's also changing now. Now you have like drill R&B artists that are singing on these drill beats when you talk locally. But I, I feel like it's a mixture right now as far as like in hip hop in general, because you have, you know, Trap Soul, where, you know, they're, they're right. kind of talking, you know, the po poverty, but they're singing in a sense. So it's like they, they could talk about their hustle and the selling drugs, but it's in a singing way. So it sounds pretty. Then you have, you know, just the trap records. You know, you have the little baby records. You have the baby who makes party records, but still talking gangster on it. So I feel like there's just so many avenues. It's just not one type of music that's hitting. Because, um, you know, and of course, there's always like the violence in, in the music. And you're seeing a lot of these young artists now getting indicted or going to jail, you know, free Pooh Shiesty, free Fabio Foreign. You got a lot of these young guys that are either, you know, getting hurt because of the music or ending up in jail. But I feel like that has always been the case in, in hip hop. And, you, you know, you see it now and everyone feels bad. But I'm like, yo, this has been going on, you know, since the beginning. Right. And it's not the music. It's it's the, it's the actual society that we're in. Those, exactly. those issues and those bigger issues. Chuck, in terms of the, uh, there, there were some people that criticized kind of the genre mixing of hip hop, feeling that it kind of diluted the culture. And when you, when you see the diversity that's out there now, is there strength in the diversity or is it taking away from, from, from no, what hip hop no, should really be about? No, 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 no. There's definitely strength in the diversity. And I think that what we're going to need to see from hip hop is, is that range of content, not just the sounds, but the actual content. And, and personally, I've, I've kind of done that you know, I've been really making it that, making my mission to hear something other than the violence, other than the drug dealing, other than, you know, the stripper bars, you know, just some, some stuff. We, you know, we have a, you know, I said it earlier, a really vibrant culture and it doesn't limit itself to just sex and violence and things that are detrimental to the community. And I'm not trying to get on a soapbox or anything, but it's really- It's okay, it's street soldiers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actual facts. Um, even if you're in the worst conditions, there is beauty in those in those uh, spaces. And so um, I'm not even sure what the question was, but to answer the question anyway, it's just- No, I just want to hear your, your point of view. Yeah, that's all. I, I, I appreciate people that are a little more thoughtful in their music nowadays, that are a little more, um, you know, detailed in explaining to me why things are the way they are or how they plan to change that. 
or recommending something. You know, like Drewski said, too many kids are getting caught up in the game, uh, the game meaning the institutionalization of young people. And they're not getting the wisdom from the older folks or they're not hearing it in the music. Cause I know from artists like Ice-T, they would tell you straight up, you, <laughs> if you wanna be a high roller and that was the term at that time, this is what's gonna happen to you. So. I appreciated rap music at that point and it, it allowed, it educated me. I almost got caught up in many situations. So I wanna see different things from some, some of these artists and some of these guys aren't even young. So we have to, you know, I don't wanna be preaching here, but I just don't, I just think that we need to just also uplift um, all, the, uh, all the artists in the same manner as we do the ones that are doing reality rap. Teray, what 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 about the what about what are your thoughts on the content? Yeah, I mean, also I kind of put the onus on us in this space in the media, you know, to try to do things to elevate the artists that are creating that kind of music. You know, um, I'm a big fan of what they're doing over there at Dreamville, from Earth Gang to JID to Boss and Kaz. Um, obviously J Cole, but he's a household name, you know. But just that whole entire brand and what they represent and the music that they put out. Um, there's an artist, a new artist that you'll you'll be hearing about, Sandy Benjamin, who um, is super talented, very lyrical, but also puts a lot of content in the music. Um, obviously, people know my brother Sky Zoo. You know, he just put out an incredible project. Um, you know, talking about the way he's seeing his neighborhood in Brooklyn become gentrified and what that's like to be a father. And also, congratulations to you, Drewski, and your lady. Um, you know, so there are artists who are putting content in the music. Um, I like what, what Moray is doing, you know, um, it's melodic, but it's really telling the hardships, yes. but in a way that is really easily digestible. Same with Rod Wave, you know, that's so fly. It's, it's, it's almost like gospel music. It's like a hip hop version of gospel without being Christian rap. So, you know, I would, I think with our platforms, we need to continue to figure out ways to help push these artists forward, elevate them. Um, All Black Music Month on my show, I've been doing the Black Music Matters playlist where is artists that you're not normally going to hear on Hip Hop Nation at that time of day for that length of time. And I've right. been doing that each and every week just to highlight some of these artists that don't always get the light shined on them. No, that's fantastic. Ruski, what, what about the content? Because it's like, you, but you, you look at you look at um, films, you look at videos, you know, uh, streaming videos, the TV shows, the most popular ones have to do with crime. They have to do with yeah. drugs. They have to do with there's some aspect of sex in it as, as well. So is, is it fair to expect hip hop to be better than that? I think people expect more substance, but then also they want numbers, right? So from a personal experience, right, as a producer, and I'm producing records with these young artists, and we go to shoot a music video, and I start seeing the guns come out. And I'm thinking, you know, my brand. I said, no, nah, we don't need the guns. The director says, listen, Drewski, the more guns in the video, the more views it gets. The kids love seeing it. We're going to keep the guns in the videos. And I'm like, damn, I feel a little bit responsible for the image but I know the director, I know the artists, they're, you know, they're doing favors for me. They want to get the numbers. They want to get the views. And, I, and I'm like, is this really what the kids want? So I sat there with the director. I said, yo, you sure? Because these are not even, you know, these might be real guns. And they're like, listen, I do this for a living. You know, all these hip hop videos, they love it. 
They love the, they still love the half naked women. They love the violence. I'm like, yo, how do we, you know, as influencers, as people, you know, part of the culture, how can we shift it? How can we change it? How can we show a, a different side and still say, look, this gets numbers too. But really it comes down, you know, we cater to the fans, you know, we want to make the fans happy. You want the viewers to be happy. And sometimes you just, you know, do what they want. And I think, you know, we do need more substance. We do need to show a different side of the culture and, and still say, look, it, it's the numbers you want, you know, the sponsors, listen, you want, you want millions of streams here. This can do it too. But I, I think we're, we're getting there. We're working there. I think, you know, as the artists mature, cause you know, a lot of them are young, but now they're maturing. Their lifestyle has changed. They've been able to travel the world, see different things. They start adding that into their music and into the content. And you start seeing better quality videos and different environments. And I think, you know, as the artists grow, the substance grows with them. Chuck, what do you sure. think about that? Because the, I mean, violence is number one in, 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 videos you know video uh -huh. games it's it's number one in in the box office in a lot of films a yeah that's that's american, yeah that's that's american cultures for you so uh we've always done that you know you know cops and robbers cowboys and indians i mean you know the godfather scarface i mean it goes on and on and on and i'm not saying we don't have we don't have we don't like we don't have to exterminate that from the culture right or sugar-coated or denied yeah. that it's happening, right. Right, I just say that we need to just see more of the other stuff, more of the beauty, more, more, I mean, you know, I don't even want to sound corny about it. I mean, if you think about A Tribe Called Quest and, you know, Benita Applebaum, I mean, you know, any A Tribe Called Quest record, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just using them as an example. There's literally artists right now that have that flavor. Right. They don't get the love that Tribe got. And so that's really all I'm saying. I mean, I'm literally, extremely content with music right now. Like, I don't even want to get That's it. That's good. This is a new place. This is, this is a good spot. Yeah, yeah but Spotify um, um, uh, does not necessarily put these artists in their playlist. You have to really go looking for them. And I just think, I mean, you know, I'm a father, you know what I mean? I know that sounds corny, but um, there's no, uh, there's no uh, edits anymore. There's no, you know, a lot of this stuff that's hitting the radio, it, it just, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's, it's necessarily good for the for the culture or for the kids. For the and kids. All right. We're going we're gonna to talk about this. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about what's new in hip-hop, who's hot, and how they're getting hot. we got an amazing panel, Hot 97's own DJ Drewski, he's on the air seven days a week, new at 2 a.m., weekdays, Saturday afternoons at 3, and the movement at, on Sundays at 11 p.m., that's just for tri-state artists. Drewski, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Torre. He is a host of Sirius XM Hip Hop Nation weekday mornings. He's also an MC himself, an actor, and an entrepreneur. Torre, great to have you with us. Lisa, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Chuck Creekmore. He's the CEO and co-founder of allhiphop.com. Chuck, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you. Chuck, so in terms of people finding, like you talk about wanting to find a variety of music and it may not be on those playlists or those suggestions that pop up, you know, on whatever app you happen to be listening to music on. How do you go about looking for music? 
Uh, I, I generally look at the uh, regular streaming services like Spotify, Tidal. That's where I go generally. But I do think that um, YouTube is a is really probably sliding in that number one spot. YouTube Music, but uh, it, it's a variety of places. SoundCloud, uh, TikTok comes into play. Even if I hear a snippet of a song that sounds dope, I'll uh, Shazam it and find it, and then pull it up in my um, in my uh, Spotify. So there's a number of ways, and I know that um, I think it's important to note that. A lot of these are driven by algorithms, so it's it's very based on what you're listening to already. So sometimes you have to work extra hard to kind of break through the algorithm. So if you only listen to NBA Youngboy or Moneybag Yo or something like that, that's going to continually be fed to you. If you listen to Griselda and artists similar to that, that's going to be fed, fed to you, like Ransom and all those guys. And maybe if you listen to Doja Cat and Megan or whatever, then that's going to be tend to come your way. So I think it's important for everyone to, um, you know, to continue to feel the full breadth of what hip hop has to offer to just explore even outside the playlist, because a lot of times uh, those are curated or maybe even payola comes into play. And I think that uh, the only way to really experience all that hip hop has to offer is to, you know, it, you know, it's an adventure. You know, I look at it like going to the record store back in the day and, and thumbing your way through the crates and, and discovering something or even just, you know, looking at it by the cover and then going through the whole catalog after that. Exactly. Tori, what about um, what about for artists, that, you know, that are trying to get attention and trying to put their music out? What would you recommend to them are places where they should, should try to be? Uh, well, first of all, what Chuck was saying was spot on because my algorithm is all over the place because every artist he named, I listen to. So yeah, you can't really super program me because I go from like Benny to Doji Cat to Chaka Khan to Ransom. You know what I mean? Like I'm all over the place with my own listening taste. Um, a place that is great for me to discover music has been television and film, you know, and it's a great place for artists to make some money as well. You know, with me being an independent artist throughout my whole career, I had to figure out different revenue streams and sync and licensing, whether you're in a video game or a commercial, a TV show, a movie, a trailer, all of those things are great ways and opportunities for people to discover your music. Um, I would say, and I hate to see Issa Rae's Insecure come to an end after season five because I discovered so much music from that show alone, um, artists that I wasn't fully up on. So I think that's a great way to one, put some money in your pocket and to two, to get um, to a different, whole different audience to get discovered. You know, I have my phone, as much as I have my eyes glued to the screen, I have my phone in my hand ready to Shazam. See, I do, I do too, because shows. I do too, because I hear, I hear some of the songs, I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm like, jam, well, a lot of they don't some bops on these shows. Shout out to my boy Price. He's a West Coast artist who did some work with Easter. Shout Price. He's incredible, yeah. No, yeah, that, that's definitely true. Dooski, what about, what about art? Because you're dealing with the newest, the newest of the new. Right. What about, what about artists, you know, in the in the New York area trying to get noticed? 
No, I think it's just being consistent, you know, keep putting out content. It's not just dropping records. It's, it's more than that. Like, you know, people are paying attention. So we want to see music videos. We want to see your lifestyle. We want to see everything you have going on and why you matter, you know, to the people around you, why the listeners should, you know, be supporting you, why the DJ should be playing you. And I think that's important. A lot of times you get the new artists that say, yo, I'm hot. Here's my song. It's like, well, what comes with that? It's, it's bigger than the song now because right. Thousands of songs, probably millions of songs dropping at the same time. So it's really us paying attention to, you know, what are you doing, you know, for your town? Are they behind you? Are they supporting you? Um, but, you know, for me, I, I keep my doors open. I'm, I'm active on social media. When artists are sending me music, I actually, like Torrey said earlier, I could be on the toilet and I'll start listening. I have artists that come to my studio. I'm right here in Jersey. I open the doors, yo, pull up, come play me some records and they can, you know, do it right from my website. Like, you know, submit, schedule a date. So my ears are always open. I'm outside, I'm in the clubs. You know, I could, I'm not the type of DJ when you give me a record, depending on, you know, the environment. If the club is like popping, it's prime time. I'm probably not going to play your record, but if we're in a certain club and I could throw it on, I'll throw it on. I'll look, I'll see the reaction. I, you know, I'm always paying attention. So if you're an artist in the tri-state, Looking just to be heard, you know, I'm here for you. And I know a lot of my DJ peers, they're open to it too, because we want to be ahead of the game. A lot of us don't want to wait till something gets hot. We want to be ahead, so we're more open to it. And I think the artist has got to start building, you know, relationships with, with some of us that are, that are really pushing the um, culture forward. I, 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 say I don't listen to new music or any music on the toilet at all. <laughs> I actually got a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> He's got a lot going that's on. That's my only like. That's my only date. That's my only. I like time in the day. It's my alone time. That's what I right. got. That's all I got. We'll save this for another another show. Male self care in the hip hop in the in the hip hop hip hop world. Which is very important too. Don't get it twisted. No, listen. It's right. self care is self care is important for everyone. Whatever whatever that whatever that happens to be. But um, I want to thank all of you for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Happy to hear Chuck. You think hip hop's in a good place? Teray, great to hear everything that's going on and how we can kind of sort through things and look for things and be on top of it. Drewski, great to hear that there's uh, new things happening in the New York area as well. So yes. I want to thank all of you for being with us. Hot 97's own DJ Drewski, Torrey, and Chuck Creekmer. Thank you guys so much for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. And thank you for joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers, put up breaking news out there as it happens when I'm out on the streets during the week uh, reporting. And remember, use your mind, it's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all. <laughs>